Hello, you're listening to the C to Z of movies. My name's Colin on the C, and with me is Zijan the Z. Hello, Zijan. Hey, Colin. I had three donuts today. You had three donuts. Were they spread out over over the day, or? Yeah, what? yeah, kind of. And I made cheesecake just now, and I'm going to the zoo tomorrow. What an exciting life you lead, Zijan. I know. This is what you do when you're 31, and have suffering from a midlife crisis. Really. You think you're going to die at 62, are you? <laughs> at this rate, yes. Um, which, which, I, said, I said, which zoo are you going to? Oh, the London Zoo. Makes sense. Yeah, the gorilla just uh, escaped from it recently. It did, didn't it? Uh, it's, it's, uh, if any of our listeners are near the London Zoo area, they can come and visit you, but only if they go several days before we put this out on the internet. <laughs> If you are, live in London and have a time machine, yes. go, go back to last Saturday and say yes. hello to Zijang. And I'll definitely say hi back. I love my friends. All oh, 50 of you. Wow. Um, am, I, am I in that 50? Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, I Excellent. Guess, yeah. <laughs> was, this, uh, was this zoo anecdote a brilliant way to segue into the fact that today's topic is animals and films? Exactly, Colin. I was playing this all along. You've done very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, today we're talking animals and films, uh, we're also talking Brad Pitt, we're talking uh, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, and much, much more. Um, Is there much more like, than really, Colin? <laughs> much, much more, well, at least, at least one thing more, uh, and that thing is the news. Tell me, Zijan, what news do you have? Uh, two trailers are out this week. Yeah, one was for Guardians of the Galaxy. And the other was for Logan, which is the third film for Wolverine. I'm pretty sure there are more than two tra- trailers that came out this week, but these are the two trailers I'm going to talk about and I, I've actually seen. So, yeah. There was a, there was a trailer for uh, Heather Graham and her dead boyfriend. Uh, I think it was called My Dead Boyfriend. That, 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 that sounds miserable. It looks, it looks really, really bad. Heather Graham used to be able to act, I thought, uh, but not according to that trailer. Anyway... <laughs> I only made it through the first half of the trailer, so maybe the second half was great. Let's talk more about that trailer. No, let's not. Um, Let's talk about Guardians of the Galaxy Part 2, or Volume 2, rather. Volume 2. Volume 2. What did you think? Uh, I enjoyed it, actually. Um, I like that it um, reused Hooked on the Feeling again. I thought it added a nice touch to it. It reminded me of uh, what made the first Guardians of the Galaxy really fun. Um, See that really that really disappointed me. Actually. Did it? Because I I like I like Guardians of the Galaxy and I and I liked the soundtrack and I thought I wonder what song they're going to use now in their in their cool get, taking old songs and making them popular again way and then they played Hooked on a Feeling again and I was disappointed. Uh, I think I'm sure just tried to link it on really because this is just the first trailer and there are going to be two more trailers on the way. So I mean, how much do they have to link it? It's called Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy Volume Two and it's got the same cast. I think well, we can figure it out. It's nostalgia. Like, for nostalgia for that great period of time. <laughs> good, good times. Uh, yeah, you're right. It's just a teaser, and, and apparently James Gunn has come out. I say apparently. I saw it on Twitter. Has come out and said this is not a teaser for the next trailer. It's a completely different teaser, right. which I guess means sometimes the teaser trailer is just like twenty percent of the full trailer, whereas this is different material. <sighs> this this whole tra- teaser thing needs to stop. I, yeah. uh, what's the point of having a trailer for a trailer? I just don't get it. A trailer for sure. Yeah, I think my least favorite one was the uh, the Cinderella movie, which just showed the glass slipper like months before the trailer was coming out. Is that? 
that's that's not getting anyone excited. Maybe actually it probably was. Not me though. Um, yeah, I I I saw the the teaser. I I wasn't blown away. I was, however, blown away by the Logan trailer, which I thought was great. Um, so for those who haven't seen it, as as Zijan so wisely says, it is the third Wolverine film, and that, and the title is getting shorter. It started off with X Men Origins Wolverine, then the Wolverine, and now Logan. I guess they're trying to see the whether the shorter the title, the better the quality of the film. That's that's always uh, that's always a thing mm-hmm. that's true. Um, <laughs> Maybe <laughs> we we might discover in our parts of the Caribbean uh, segment whether that's true. Yeah, I agree uh, with that. Yeah, what I agree with that. Uh, I was um, very surprised that I enjoyed the trailer as much as I did, actually. And I I think part of it was that because I forgot that um, Patrick Stewart's going to be in it. I was oh, quite yeah. um yeah I was pleasantly surprised to see him again um as um old Professor X, and I also forgot that um X twenty three is going to be in it as well and mm. I was really happy that she was in it so for our for our listeners who don't know what X twenty three is Asian what's X twenty three X twenty three or Laura is <laughs> yeah, that's a real <laughs> yep. name it's a okay. female um clone of Wolverine. So I can't remember which... Because because women can be Wolverines too in this Age of Enlightenment. That is true. And I think she's the 23rd clone of Wolverine. That's why the name X-23. And she was Makes the sense. successful one. Um, right. Yeah. And uh, apart from having claws on in her hands, she has um, two spikes on her feet as well. Okay. But what I liked about the trailer, it kicked off with um, all the way through. It had uh, the song "Hurt" by by Johnny Cash, which is a, a great song. I've, I've always loved that song. But it, it very much played. It kind of reminded me of the first Mad Max slightly, but kind of a very desolate, outback type area. And, yes. Uh, it wasn't very. It wasn't anything you'd associate with the X Men if you're thinking kind of massive CGI and battles and what have you, which I mean, has its place. But this felt like kind of like a one man's tale of of. of pain and and redemption and what have you um he looks a lot like mel gibson i thought maybe that's the bad max thing again uh, bits yeah and yeah did you notice that his healing powers aren't working as well as they used mm. to do yeah the idea being that i guess as a as an aged mutant uh, his powers are, are falling away although he's lived for hundreds of years hasn't he mm. so uh, we didn't well, see much of stephen merchant in it although i think we got a couple of glimpses of him um what's he playing uh, he's playing Caliban, who uh, classic scholars will know as a character from The Tempest, and non-classic scholars may know as a character from The X-Men. Was um, he in um, the third X-Men film, Apocalypse? He was in the the sixth X-Men film, Apocalypse, uh, or third chronologically, I suppose. Uh, yeah. He, wa- he yeah. was, albeit With by... With Psylocke, played, right? That's right, but played by a different actor, so Stephen Merchant's taken over the reins. Um, and we didn't see any of Richard E. Grant, who apparently is... Uh, He's going to be in this one as well. Mm. And I think the the big bad in this film, it's uh, Mr. Sinister. Ooh. <laughs> well, that's very apt given that it's so close to Halloween now. So It is, it is very close to Halloween. Anyway, um, I'm sure we will talk extensively about Logan at some future date. Mm. I've, got, I've got so much news, we should probably move on to more Go on, news. Colin. Uh, and the well, the, the big Harry Potter news of the uh, of the fortnight is uh-huh. that Fantastic Beasts is going to be five movies. Um, yes, I have that. 
I'm not surprised again because <laughs> this is J.K. Rowling and um, she likes money. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? But uh, it seems harsh. Uh, I think I don't think she'd do it unless she felt there was something worth telling there. Hmm. Is she going to make like the fifth film split into two again? Uh, probably. It's, it sounds a bit like from what, from what I'm hearing. Um, I say that as if I have like great contacts in the world of uh, of is it Warner Brothers. Yeah, that makes them. Uh, but basically, what I've seen seen on the internet um, is the the idea that it's going to move well beyond the kind of Eddie Redmayne, Newt, Newt whatever his name is, and all the beasts running around New York. It's going to kind of go into the the backstory hinted at in the Harry Potter books. So Dumbledore's youth, Grindelwald's mm. old, and all that stuff. So uh, yeah, I'm on board. Oh, so that's a story for it. Yeah, have you read that book before? The well, I've read Fantastic Beasts, but it's not really. It's not a novel or anything. It's just a, a long list of types of beasts and interesting things about them. So it's, I think that this will stray a long way from that, I think. Well, I'm a big fan of the Harry Potter world anyway. Um, I love it. Um, sorry, mm. Jackie Rowling, about that outburst earlier. <laughs> but you do have lots of money. She's very forgiving. I think she'll be okay with it. She is. She is. And yeah, I, I, I love that universe. I really do. And I'm always happy to see more magic. There you go. And it's it's not going to be very long until we do our Fantastic Beasts episode. Um, we'll wait for the film to be released before we review it. A couple more episodes, I believe. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. Um, what's next on your, your news list? <laughs> um, have you seen Captain Planet before? No. Have you not? I've I've vaguely heard of it. Do you know what Captain Planet is about? Um, is he a, a superhero who likes saving the environment? Yes, exactly there right. You go. We had a we had a similar character in, in, in British cartoon history called Mr. Clean um, and his enemy Captain Grime. Um, I think <laughs> he, on, on a lower scale, they, they did many they, the same things. They weren't very creative when it comes to names, were they? Not really. <laughs> so Captain Planet is formed, uh, it was a cartoon series um, back when I was younger. Uh so you mean, it, out, you mean in the past? Yes. I, I'm intrigued. <laughs> it came out in nine, around the early 1980s, I think, or even earlier than that. So okay. it's about five teenagers, of Early 1980s? Um, so? 19, early 1990s, I think. Early 90s. Okay, right. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, it has five teenagers okay. who have uh, magical rings, each with their own uh, superpower um, based on the elements. So Earth... Fire, yes. wind, water, and heart. Uh, heart. Heart, was a, heart was the most useless one, really. Heart, I mean, since when has heart been an element? What? What? Well, you I know, mean, you need love to bind everything together. <laughs> you're thinking of carbon. You need carbon. Oh. Um, and when their powers combine, uh, that's the phrase, with our powers combine, I am Captain Planet. And Captain Planet is formed. Um, so back then, um, the five teenagers come from different backgrounds as well. So um, one of the oh, guys is African. Uh, the fire guy was American. Uh, one of the, the water girl was Asian. And the wind girl was from the Soviet Union. So they probably had to change that now. Um, yep. And the hot guy was South American. And the news is they're making a basically... A proper film, perfect. Uh, uh, okay. 
a full length film. I, did, I heard that Leonardo DiCaprio was going to be involved in some way. Well, it's his um, studio, actually. Okay. I think so. That's doing it. Yeah. His production company, presumably. Oh, his production company, yeah. I so, don't think, think he has a studio yet. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, I enjoyed the cartoon series when I was younger. I mean, yeah. um, I think it's more the fantasy bit, like controlling the elements. It's always been quite fun. It's kind of magical, fantastical. Okay. Um, I don't think um, the saving the environment bit um, uh Worked really well on me because I think right. I just ignored a bit. At the end of the <laughs> at the end of each cartoon, there will be a section where, oh, how can you help the planeteers as well? This is what you can do. You can put the recyclables in the recycle bin. Yay! You can put recycle bin. Although, if anyone from Bristol City Council is listening, you took my wheelie bin away from me <laughs> about six weeks ago, and. And about five weeks ago, I asked for a new one, and it hasn't yet arrived, and so I've got a pile of rubbish in my garage. Um, There's not a space for a rent, Colin. It feels like it is. No, it, it feels isn't. Like it, it feels it, like it came, it came organically. It really um, isn't. I'm not your therapist, Colin. Uh, I just want a bin. <laughs> um, anyway, Zijan, who are your favourite actors from the Bridget Jones film? <laughs> uh, Patrick Dempsey. Okay, what about the earlier ones? No, no, just Patrick Dempsey. Just Patrick Dempsey. Yeah. <laughs> In which case, you're going to be hugely disappointed by the <laughs> casting news I have this week. Um, when my two favourite actors from those films, probably, have both uh, got themselves gigs for the future. So uh, Hugh Grant, Love Boss Camp Hugh Grant, uh, is going to be in Paddington 2, which has started filming already. Uh, did you see Paddington? Yeah, I loved it. It's a great film, isn't it? I only saw it yeah. a few weeks ago. It was uh, Ben Wishaw who was voicing Paddington. It was Ben Wishaw. Um, and do you know who was originally lined up to voice Paddington? Uh, Hugh Grant? No, but it was Colin Firth, another fine actor from oh, the Bridget film. Uh. Um, and this is the official C to Z of Movies Mary Poppins casting segment. Colin Firth is in the new Mary Poppins film. Of course he is. Is he playing Mr. Banks? Uh, he's certainly playing someone at the bank. Um, mm. Possibly Mr. Banks? Possibly just a generic bank manager. Possibly the, uh, the son of the bank manager Dick Van Dyke played. Um, in the original, hmm. so I'm really looking forward to Paddington too, especially because um, hmm. I, I I did enjoy Paddington Paddington one much to my surprise. It was very charming. It was it, yeah. I was I'd heard it was good, but yeah, I only said I only got around to watching it a couple of weeks ago, and it really is an excellent film. Yeah, check it out if you haven't. Not easy, John. <laughs> uh, I don't mind anyway, checking it out the again. Other, the other He's a very charismatic bear. Check it out again. Yeah. Watch it again. Mm. He is a lovely player, yes. isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Which needs us neatly. Now, I, do you have any more news? I have, I, I have maybe two bits more. All right. Um, I've got one um, very quickly about Jurassic World 2. Oh, yeah. And the director, J.A. Bayona, Bayona, has confirmed that it's going to be darker and scarier. Oh, Although he did, um, I think it's a he anyway, uh, he he did put a slight um, caveat there saying that, you know, obviously when you have Chris Pratt, it will also be very funny. But he mentioned that because it's the second step in a trilogy, and the second step is always dark, like the Empire Strikes Back, or the Wrath of Khan. Okay, (laughs) fine. Or Back to the Future 2, less so. (laughs) Uh, I mean, the thing is, it's Jurassic World 2. I mean, all you can do is make more dinosaurs eat more people to make it darker, really. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm tired of dark films. Um, I just want all because by dark, ninety percent of the time when they say this one's darker, they mean more of it happens at night. Yes, it's when it's raining. I mean, it needs to be raining. Yes, it's very literal, isn't it? I want it to be shot entirely in the sunshine. Maybe at the, maybe at the beach. Dinosaurs on the beach. The first film was um, the first Jurassic World was set mostly in the sun, wasn't it? Mostly it was, mm, except for yeah, I can't, can't argue with that. But there was no beach, no sand. That's what I want. Dinosaurs and deck chairs. Anyway, you're you're familiar with uh, with Willy Wonka? Yes, very familiar. Apparently. Oh, fine, mm. very familiar. Good friends. Uh, okay, he's, he's fictional. You know that, right? I can have very good fictional friends, Colin. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's not dwell on that. Um, <laughs> there is a standalone uh, Willy Wonka film in the works, apparently. A, is it about his childhood? Uh, it certainly seems to be a prequel. I don't know whether it's going to be childhood or, or young adulthood or, or what. Is it going to be dark and gritty? Yeah, I expect it will be dark and gritty. Uh, almost certainly. Uh, no no word on anything. Like, suddenly I haven't got as far as casting or anything. But apparently it's... Is uh, it Johnny Depp again? Uh, I'd be very surprised if it's Johnny Depp. Um, it might. I guess might be, but I think they're going to go younger than that. It'll be um, Old Aaron, right, won't it? Yeah. He plays all the uh, the young kids these days. Um, I have one more piece of news, and it's it's a, a kind of a segue into uh, into the main theme. So, mm-hmm. uh, did you know there's a Peter Rabbit film coming? Uh, no, not at all. Actually, that that is news to me. I haven't heard about this at all. But um, Donald Gleeson was was cast as uh, Mr. McGregor uh, this week. Okay, and uh, who plays Peter Rabbit? Uh, James Corden is playing is voicing Peter Rabbit. Uh, oh, okay. Also got uh, Rose Byrne, Daisy Ridley, and uh, Elizabeth Debicki, whose name I'm almost certainly pronouncing wrong. Uh, but I, I had no idea this was coming, but apparently they, most of this was all, all cast before. So Donald Gleeson was the, the new news uh, this week, but I hadn't heard of it at all. So there you go. Are they doing like a CGI kind of thing, or is it mostly animated? Um, I don't know for sure. I, th- I think they're going to go down the CGI route, but, um, mm. but I'm not sure. Oh, uh, no. There you go. That's that's the news, unless you have any more news. Uh, none for me. No, we can uh, move on to move on to my my favorite and your favorite segment. Colin corrects himself from previous episodes. Yeah, um, I love this segment. Can we, are we actually having this every single week? Only when I, only when I get things wrong. So, <sighs> so yes. Um, I say I, I'm not going to take the blame for this one though. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, or well, maybe four or four weeks ago, I told you that Benicio del Toro is going to be in the Predator. Uh-huh. Benicio del Toro is not going to be in the Predator. Um, he's, he's dropped out. He's gone. <laughs> That's all for the Colin Cricks himself segment this time. <laughs> I, I think this should be a longer segment as well. <laughs> uh, well, next time when it turns out they're not making a Peter Rabbit film after all, I can uh, I can let you know. Yeah, elaborate. Yeah, let's move on. Um, so we we here at the C to Z of movies uh, like to take on suggestions and, and feedback from our audience, don't we, Susan? Yes, we do. We love yes, our we fans, do. our fifty fans. Our fifty fans. If you're, please take a number from one to fifty, um, and you are that number fan. Well, one particular fan, my mother, um, has suggested that we talk about windows in movies. On the hi, basis. Mrs. Thomas. Hello, Mrs. Thomas, or indeed, Mum, as I call you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I am a fan of the film Rear Window, Alfred Hitchcock film starring the great uh, Jimmy Stewart and the lovely Grace Kelly. And Mum said you should talk about windows um, on that basis. Not the uh, the computer program stuff, but the you know big glass thing that you look through. Mm-hmm. So I've been racking my brains for films about Windows. Have you been, have you been doing the same, Zijan? 
No. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a quick segment. I thought this was your segment, segment, Colin. Okay. We've been Which through case? this. We, we had this uh, quick discussion. I don't remember that being our conclusion, but <laughs> fine. Um, so let us talk about films in which people write on Windows. So Zijan, you and I are qualified actuaries. Um, yeah. And, and yes, therefore, we are. I would I also go so far as to say we're okay at maths. Yeah. Ever, yeah, kind of. We're fine. I can add things up, I guess. Yeah, I've got a maths degree, but we'll, we'll, we'll move on. Have you ever written maths on a window? No. No. Neither have I, which I think <laughs> means that we're not geniuses, because it seems in the films A Beautiful Mind, The Social Network, and a film I saw only yesterday, which is not out in uh, in cinemas yet, but, you know, it's not what you know, it's who you know, uh-huh. The Accountant, yes. uh, starring Ben Affleck, people write maths on Windows. So does it mean that because you write maths on Windows, it means you're a genius? Or does it mean that because you're a genius, you write maths on Windows? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, if you, the listener, can go and write on a window and then let us know if that's made you a genius. Um, I think I think the idea is supposed to be they're so brilliant they can't hang around long enough for a piece of paper. Um, or maybe they just... Like they, to vandalise. Yeah. Or maybe there's just not enough space on the whiteboard is the idea or something. Yeah. They like, they like doing a Banksy. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there you go. But um, yeah... The accountant, um, it's, I say it's coming out in our cinemas soon, and the good people at the Times gave me some uh, advance tickets, and it's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Great endorsement, Colin. <laughs> it, fine. it starts off very promisingly. Ben Affleck's decent. Anna Kendrick is, is very good now, actually. And then it kind of just becomes a shoot 'em up thriller for half Ben hour. Affleck. Um, What's he yeah, doing CrossFit there? Sorry? What's he doing CrossFit? What's he doing CrossFit? <laughs> He was doing crossfit in Batman vs Superman. I see. Uh, no, he was writing on Windows. Uh, I, I, I told you that. Yeah. He, he was also shooting people a lot. Um, yeah, it's, it's trying to do too much. It's kind of what is this guy? He was autistic and a genius, and also a trained killer. Um, yeah. So out of the three films you mentioned, I've seen two. There we go. I've That's seen a, a good... Beautiful Mind and Social Network. Uh, they're both very good films, aren't they? Mm, they are. Yeah, um, but then I realized that Jesse Eisenberg seems to play the same character in all his other films as well, <laughs> which which makes me uh, less appreciate his performance right. as Mark Zuckerberg. Well, I think he used to play kind of um, naive, scared people, like in in Zombieland or maybe just in Zombieland. In fact, I, I always kind of viewed viewed him as having kind of a blank look of terror, and now he just plays arrogant people and everything. Yeah, everything arrogant people with a twitch, which in fairness. I've seen him in interviews. He's not the world's most modest person anyway. <laughs> I don't know what how much of a stretch it is. Um, I did try and find other window-based films. Um, I struggled. There's a film called The Girl Next Door, which is really bad, um, which involves a guy looking at a girl undressing in a window. Voyeurism. Um, yes, quite. But don't worry. Uh, she gets her own back by making him strip in front of car headlights. It's a strange film. Um, and there's a film called The Boy Next Door, a subtle, differently, subtly different title, which also involves Jennifer Lopez looking through a window, but I've not seen the film. So <laughs> Would you want to talk about the film Rear Window, though, and why you liked it so much? Yeah, why not? So Rear Window, I uh, say, it's Hitchcock. It's a classic Hitchcock thriller. Um, Jimmy Stewart plays a, I think it's a photographer or maybe a journalist um, whose leg is broken. He's kind of uh, stuck in his room and not able to 
to leave and he kind of gets very grumpy about this if you ever seen the simpsons episode bart of darkness that's a takeoff of uh, rear window right. and anyway he's looking across the way and, he, and he's kind of got this window literally into other people's lives because he can see across the way and all the different um windows of the apartments opposite and he's kind of saying oh yes these couple are always fighting and this person always does this and this oh, they always have their music practice at this time of day or something and then he, he gets this idea that one of the guys is um trying to kill his wife okay um, and uh well i won't spoil the story for anyone but it's it's a classic suspenseful thriller from the master of suspense grace kelly as i say plays uh, the guy's girlfriend and does it uh very well it's it's not my favorite hitchcock it's not even my favorite jimmy stewart hitchcock um which i i think is probably the man who knew too much um but uh yeah it's certainly worth a watch to see uh, alfred hitchcock do what he does and that's our window segment did you enjoy that window segment here yeah that was that was um yeah i may actually go watch rear window i've not seen it before yeah check it out check it out uh thank you mum and uh dear listener if you have any suggestions we will talk about them get in touch uh c to z of movies at gmail.com uh we're at c to z of movies on twitter or you can just go to the zoo on saturday and talk to decision unless they're horror films though unless they're horror we, we you can suggest it we just won't know what we're talking about yeah so. <laughs> um Right, let's move on to the main topic of today, Yeah, which um, I no longer have a segue for, uh, which is animals in films. We had a good segue earlier, Colin. We had loads of good segues. We had the zoo, we had and Peter Rabbit, Rabbit, we had Paddington. I've ruined them all. just had to put windows <laughs> in. Thanks a lot, man. Um, <laughs> animals in films. So we had some strict rules on this because, you know, rules, <sighs> help, God. rules help control the fun. No, I um, removed so many films, Colin. <laughs> so... Uh, my, I said we had some rules. They're my rules, really. Um, but you agreed. We're only going for real animals in these films. Aragon so is a real animal, Colin. Aragon is not a real animal. Aragorn it is, is a real animal. So, for example, the lovely film Paddington would not count because, and if you're a child, close your ears, Paddington is not real in that film. He's CGI. Um, what? <laughs> I know. I know. But, but, but he was the only bear in the tree and he came all the way. I know, I know. I'm I'm sorry. Oh, there's uh, one more film. Oh, my list now again, Colin. Thanks. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Whereas, if they had got a real bear, put a hat on him, um, and put him on on camera, that would have counted. Uh, Zijan, do you want to kick us off? What about Jurassic Park? Did they get real life dinosaurs for Jurassic Park? They are real dinosaurs. They were made from DNA from a mosquito. Oh, this is going to be a long segment. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start this off. Please do. Uh, with my, I think, probably my favourite film of the list, really. Okay. It's Babe. 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 The story about the pig who wished he was a dog. A sheepdog. Um, a sheepdog. Or indeed, a sheep pig, as is the name of the original book. Mm, yeah. I have to mention, first of all, that this film was banned in Malaysia. And why was that? Because it featured heavily a pig. It did. They spotted that. <laughs> mm, they did. They really did. Just like recently, they banned the word dog from hot dog. Yep. Those guys really know what they're doing. They well do. done, Malaysia. <laughs> um, so, uh, why do you like Babe so much, Susan? Uh I think it's pretty much the same reasons why I like Paddington. It's very. It's a very charming film. Uh, mm-hmm. It's... It's a very rewatchable film as well, surprisingly. Um, I've seen Babe 
many many times and I still mm-hmm. enjoyed them every single time it's um I think the story isn't that um special in any way um there, there's no like big twist um in any in the film but it's just a very very nice nice film it, it is it, it is it's a lovely film I I actually bought it uh today because I, I I knew I wasn't going to get it in time to for this uh, podcast but it reminded me of how much I enjoyed it. I'm not sure I've seen it in many many years I th- saw it in the cinema um, and again since but not since I was a kid but it's, it's, yeah, it's a very touching very uh, yeah. uh, sincere film the voice um, acting but, was good I don't know how they got the animals to do it I think they got like so many pigs to play babe yeah that, that was that was the sad thing wasn't it afterwards I say oh yeah like a dozen pigs died making this film so, oh, mm. thanks guys <laughs> isn't it usually um, peanut butter on the lips makes them uh, makes them move that's how you get the oh really the lips. That, that's what I heard somewhere oh I babe was so pigs, cute though but, uh, and it's a great performance by uh, James Cromwell as the, the mm. farmer who uh, who teaches the pig to well not sorry teaches the pig but anyway he goes uh, sheep dogging sheep, mm. sheep herding maybe cut out the bit where I use the word dogging um, <laughs> no wait to be included I'm definitely included yeah no it's, it's a charming film what did you think of uh, Babe 2 I've not seen Babe City? 2 I have, but it was a long, long time ago, and I remember nothing about it. So, that's probably not very much. No, fun. I don't think the reviews were great for Babe Two as well. No, no, it's a cash in, isn't it? I think Babe was nominated for Academy Award as well for um, best film, best pig, best film. Oh, he right. won best pig. He, he won he best ship dog as well. Hmm. Well, there you go. That's impressive stuff. Yes. Um, right, my my first film on the list, I think. Oh, there's two on this list that I absolutely love, um, and so I'm not quite sure which is my favorite. Let me guess one of them. Let me guess one of them. I know one of them. Okay, okay. Is it um, Homeward Bound? Homeward Bound was the one I was about to do. Yeah! <laughs> I know you love that film, Colin. Such a great film. So for those who don't know, it's also based on a book. It's based on a book called um, The Incredible Journey by Sheila Burnford, I think. Uh, and yeah, so there's two dogs and a cat uh, who get... Uh, left at a home um, at a home by their family who's going on holiday or going somewhere uh, in fact they're not on holiday they're just going somewhere else and leaving the animals behind but the animals think they've been abandoned so they want to follow uh, their owners and basically just go over hundreds of miles of America uh, to get back home they are homeward bound uh, as the title so wisely says uh, it's I think we've I think I may have talked about it on the podcast before, but it's it's a lovely, lovely film. Um, great voice acting, like Michael J. Fox, um, Sally Field, and a guy whose name I can't remember. Uh, the the animals do. I mean, you just watch it, and you just you're not thinking these are animals who have been like they're following us, just following a stick or something. You can just they feel like characters who are talking to each other. It's, that's amazing how they manage to do that. Um, it's not perfect. There's there's the weird scene where they knock a mountain lion off a cliff with a seesaw that's odd but um that, that is very plausible it, it yeah okay <laughs> was it a real uh, mountain lion though colin because he doesn't apply if it isn't um I'm, okay I'm, i'll exclude the uh, the mountain lion from you can't the... exclude that exclude aragon come on <laughs> are you saying that... let's let's not get bogged down in the technicalities the dogs and the cat are definitely real animals in this film um and i i it's not unusual for me to, 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 to cry a little in a film. I'm not, not ashamed to admit that on, on the airwaves. Aww. I'm a sensitive soul. Uh, Aww. But if you 
want to guarantee seeing me cry, the last five minutes of Home Abound is the most beautiful piece of cinema I've ever seen. Let me guess, they came home? Oh, sorry, I'm almost... Um, oh, I have an oh, issue, Colin. Oh, no, I, or two. I can't... Right, okay, compose yourself. Uh, it's, it's lovely. But you knew it was going to happen. That's in the title of the film as well. Well, okay. No, I won't spoil the ending, but it... The, the, you're, you're not wrong, they do come home. But the the way in which it happens... They also made a sequel to that, uh, Home Abound 2, Lost in San Francisco. Um... I don't really remember that one either, other than the fact I think they make friends with a, a rat or something. But uh, yeah, that's not great. Speaking about films that make people cry. Oh, yes. Marley and Me. Marley and Me, I definitely cried at that. Yeah. It's very well known for doing that. So it stars um, Jennifer Aniston, right? And, it does. Uh, who's the guy again? Uh, uh, Owen Wilson. Yeah, Owen Wilson, yes, I forgot. Yeah, so it's about Marley who is a dog, a golden retriever, I think. Yep, let's go with that. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> Do you know your I, dogs well? I, I'm no good with dogs, but it looks like a golden retriever. Yeah, it does, right, yeah. yeah. So um, I think they took it in um, when it was a pup, and it was very naughty, and, you know, uh, they didn't like it at first, right. and then they grew to love him, and in the end, it was just heartbreaking. It was. Oh, my because yeah, Owen Wilson plays a, a journalist, doesn't he, or a columnist, and yeah. and he does very well writing about about the dog. In fact, it's, it's a, um, based on a real life columnist, isn't it? Um, Was it? I think there's a yeah real life person who, who wrote, just spent a lot of time writing about his dog. That's mm. where, where this came from. Yeah, um, yeah. I think most people, most viewers, can probably figure out how the film is going to end anyway. Given that we say it's a really sad ending, it's some heartbreaking thing that could happen to a dog. Who yeah, knows? and Who knows the title of the film is? isn't Homeward Bound. No, <laughs> so no. Graveward yeah. Bound. Um, it's, it's, it's. Yeah, I enjoyed the film. It's very light and fluffy, isn't it? But I think it doesn't, it doesn't kind of fall into some of the traps. I, I was expecting kind of lots of, kind of um, set pieces and where, where the the dog just rips up the sofa and, and it's, in fairness, that kind of stuff happens. But it does take some effort to actually build on the characters a bit as well and yeah and I'm glad they didn't make it too melodramatic as well yeah um, and yet uh, yeah I mean they didn't go all the way all <laughs> all, all the drama and all that it just yeah. just ended I think as it should it feels very much like it appeals to genuine pet owners it feels like a very realistic story rather than yeah Babe or Homebound which are obviously impossible stories let's be honest um Whereas Marley and Me is just a story of a couple with a with a mm. dog, isn't it? Um, but yeah, charming. Um, my next one. This is the one that for, for many years was my favourite film as a kid. Um, so I saw it in the cinema. Uh, it's about a, a whale, and it's called Free Willy. <laughs> I've done my list as well. What a film! It's an what a film. So young young lad called Jesse who is an orphan and feels abandoned and feels like he has no home and no family, makes a connection with the giant whale, realises the giant whale also has no home or family, and works to uh, reunite the whale with his true family, just as Jesse has been united with his foster parents. It's, uh, it's again, it's a lovely film. Um, it's but, uh, There seems to be a theme with, with animals and films. They're all lovely, aren't they? We haven't mm. had any kind of a... Or maybe some later down your list is going to be. Uh, Have you not uh, seen Garfield? Yeah. <laughs> or Alvin um, and the Chipmunks. 
Oh, that's a good point. Yes, this is why we excluded CGI from our uh, my category. Um, yeah, it's it, as a as a kid, I say I absolutely love this film. Um, I've seen it. I don't know the last time I saw it was, but uh, maybe seven or eight years ago. It's still pretty great. Not quite as good when you, when you're an adult. Uh, I haven't seen any of the sequels. There's quite a few sequels. Mm. I've not seen. Any, I've not mm. seen any of the sequels either. Um, I can't remember the first film actually. Um, the only thing you I remember was the iconic scene, um, where he jumped away freely. Yeah. So they're taking. There's some rocks you need to jump over. Yeah. This is a massive spoiler, but hey, Free Willy came out like 20 years ago. You should have watched it. Why not? Come on, the name of the title. He, he is free. Yeah. The story is in the title. Yeah, we should have said the whale's called Willy. Um, it was interesting. It was uh, kind of reflected in tr- in real life because um, Kiko was the name of the actual whale who played uh, Willie, and they had this whole uh, thing in real life by him being um, freed mm. from captivity because um, his he yeah he was his, in um, Sea World or something. Yeah, and his dorsal fin got bent over because he was uh, had very little space to run. Dorsal fin is is about as uh, accurate you're going to get from me. That might be that might not be what it is. <laughs> A fin. It, it sounds realistic. Dorsal <laughs> fin. There you go. Uh, yes, I I uh, I think it's the best film featuring a whale that I can think of. What about uh, Finding Nemo? It's better than Finding Nemo. <gasps> I know, I know. Colin, better than Finding Nemo, really? Better than better than much better. I would go so far as to say. Oh, that's scandalous! Does Finding Nemo have a wise old Native American? It could. There's a wise old turtle. That's the same well, thing, you go. isn't it? Um, in, let us know. <laughs> See the other movies at gmail.com. <laughs> Which do you prefer? Native Americans Find or turtles? <laughs> Native Americans or turtles, yep. Uh, what's, what's next on your list? Um, yeah, speaking of Disney, yep. I know we're not doing animated films, but this is a live uh, remake of an animated film. And they use oh, okay. actual dogs as well. And I think I know where this is going. Speaking of dogs... Are there 101 of them? There are 101 of them. There you go. 101 Dalmatians with Glenn Close playing Cruella Deville. Uh, yes. I, I think it was quite impressive to have so many dogs running around at the same time. That's... I mean, you thought my review of The Accountant was like Luster. <laughs> I was impressed by how many dogs they had. No, but... Uh, <laughs> it's actually a good film. It was a really good film. I okay. thought uh, Cruella de Vil, Gang Close, really um, camped it up for, for mm. the role. I thought she was excellent as Cruella. She really was. I mean, she was just so dramatic and over she, she the was, top and yeah, just, brilliant, she, so. just brilliant. Just um, brilliant. Obviously, the, she was the star of the show. Um, the dogs were, the dogs were okay. I mean, they weren't talking <laughs> for dog for no, dogs. No, they weren't talking for... though. Compared okay. to like other films, like in, in like, like Homeward Bound, like in Homeward Bound, where you can hear their thoughts, or even like the original cartoon, you can hear the thoughts. Yep. Of each of the dogs, but in this film itself, the dogs were just um, oh, really speechless. Yeah. So um, and it worked really well. I was. Um, at the beginning, I was skeptical about the whole idea about, you know, because part of it, part of the original cartoon, you can get to hear the puppies talking among each other and you get to hear Pongo and Perdita, which were the two main animations. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. I see. But it actually worked really well, even though they weren't speaking. And the story progressed really well. And I think um, mostly thanks to Glenn Close playing mm. a really good Cruella. And... Uh, 
there's, there's a Cruella de Vil prequel in the works, isn't there? Um, I believe Emma Stone is lined up to play it. <laughs> oh, really? That's, uh, I believe that's right, yeah. And there's a sequel to the first film as well. Uh, I think it's a prequel, but I could be wrong. Is it? Oh, the, oh, oh sorry, there's a sequel to the... There is an actual sequel. What? Is there a live-action sequel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess what it's called. Okay. Um, is it 102 Dimensions? Yes. There you go. They found they one. themselves room there. One, one was missing previously. They found another one. That must have been a quick film. Mm, yeah. <laughs> is Cruella de Vil in it? Yes, she is. Okay. Mm. Is that any good? I've not seen it. <laughs> this seems to be a theme here of sequels we've not seen. To, to no, these films. no, you don't see sequels of films with animals in it. It's just not, not how no, it works. That's true. Although the, my next one, I have seen a sequel. Have I seen a sequel? I, I honestly can't remember, actually. Um, the film is Ace Ventura. Um, Ace Ventura, <laughs> Pet Detective. Uh, now I think about it, I'm not sure I have seen the sequel. Uh, What's the name of the sequel? Uh, Ace Ventura When Nature Calls I think I've seen the sequel there you go yeah I think I have I I recall bits of it which um, are still in my it was still in my head I can't I can't I can't get away from me but so it's uh, yeah, it was Jim Carrey's first uh, kind of massive role it kind of sprung Jim Carrey onto the onto the consciousness of the world uh, playing a larger than life pet detective um, who solves pet based crimes I guess uh it's been a while, uh, and a, and a young Courtney Cox appears as well as someone who turns out to be the transsexual former American football player. When you describe the plot of Ace Ventura, it's very strange, isn't it? <laughs> you can try. So that's all I really. Yeah, there's, he's trying to trace down someone who's killed an animal that turns out to be Courtney Cox I don't know um, but it's it's really not about the plot that film is it it's about Jim Carrey being wacky and talking to, yeah. to animals um, I used to watch the cartoon series of Ace Ventura back in the day okay was it good no um, <laughs> <laughs> no it was not it was not a patch on the cartoon series of Jumanji which I was also going to mention but I'm trying to remember if any of the animals in Jumanji are real animals no I think they're all fake I think they're all CGI so it's off the list going to have to wait for our CGI animals episode. Definitely. It's going to be great. Um, yeah, I'm not sure Ace Ventura stands stands the test of time, but I'm glad Jim Carrey was uh, was, was brought to us. Got a, what's good, next on your list? You, Jim Carrey. Okay, yes, I'm good. Well now, I'm now going to list all the films that I have on it, and you can tell me whether it qualifies or not in your rules. Okay. Number one, Jurassic Park. No. Number two, Jaws. No. Two. I had Jaws on my list, but... What? It's a real shark. It's not a real shark. It's an animatronic shark. What about Sharknado? <laughs> no, I've not seen Sharknado, but I don't think they actually put real sharks into a tornado. <laughs> I could be wrong. Okay, next. What about Anaconda? I have not seen that. Is it a real snake? No. Well, then, no. <laughs> okay, next. What about Life of Pi? Oh, boy. <laughs> okay, next. I feel, I feel like I'm not trying. What about Planet of the Apes? No. <laughs> okay, what about Dr. Doolittle? Yes, let's go with Dr. Doolittle. Yes! I knew I would get that eventually. Uh, which Dr. Doolittle? The, uh, the Eddie Murphy one? The Eddie one Murphy the one. Okay. Yes. Um, tell me about Doctor Doolittle. It's about a doctor 
Right. What's his name? <laughs> we can talk to animals. You can... Uh, I'm trying to remember what the song how long is. He can talk to animals, uh, s- uh, growl and squeak and squawk to the animals or something like that. Oh. Uh, yes, I, I, I saw this in a cinema with my mother. Um, he's getting so many mentions this episode. I should start. I should talk about my dad more next time. Um, it, I don't really. I've not seen it since then. I remember enjoying the original, the Rex Harrison, uh, Dog Doolittle. Yeah, the thing is, I, I don't. Um, I think Eddie Murphy hasn't done many great films um, since then. Though this thing, can you think of any? Uh, Dream Girls. I mean, he's done like lots of voice acting in like Mulan and. I'm saying uh, Dreamgirls was good. Uh, no, yeah, right. he was. Yeah, I've not seen Dreamgirls, so I, I couldn't really say. And uh, he he was in Shrek as well, which he played another he animal. Yeah. Not in this list, didn't. <laughs> Dang it! So close. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, the only bit I remember about Doctor Doolittle is is uh, the the Eddie Murphy one is um, the Doctor Doolittle as a kid um, being introduced to another. To a guy and, and sniffing his bottom, much as a dog would. That's the only bit I remember from that. <laughs> uh, I remember being amused by it as a child. It still amuses me now. There you go. Um, fine. Uh, uh, any more on your list, or is that the. Uh... I could quote more, Colin, but you just say no to them. Right. In which case, let me say some real ones. Uh, starting with Ring of Bright Water, uh, which is again a lovely story. What, what, what's uh, this? Ring of Bright Water. I've not heard of it before. No, it's, it's quite. I guess it's probably seventies, maybe. What animal is in it? An otter. Um, there's a basically a guy who I think he works for an insurance company or something like that, just like we kind of do. Um, and he gets tired of city life, and he gets an otter. In fact, first of all, he has the otter running around his um, his house, and uh, he then goes down to the countryside. Uh, and and Scott is there and just has this pet otter and uh, and a budding romance with a with a, a local woman, but it's it's based, again it's based on a real story about a guy who got an otter, um, and again it's it's a lovely lovely film it's it's one it's it fits the same category of of charming it doesn't really go anywhere particularly it's very kind of rustic is- and, and nice there's no like huge drama well actually, actually there is some huge drama but um, mostly not is it the same for all animal films they're just charming. In general, most of them I think are charming. Um, but yeah, Ring of Right Water, check it out. My friend Victoria, it's her favorite film, I think, or certainly one of her favorite films. Mm. Um, it's my favorite otter based film. Um, now, here's a here's a here's an animal film that is not charming. We've mentioned it briefly before. Um, Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Those, you have seen that. I those are not, I did, are those actually real birds? Yeah, well, they wouldn't have been able to get CGI back then, and uh. I'm, I'm sure How do you get the birds like scratching the windows and all that stuff? I'm sure that some of it is prop birds, but there are some real birds. I think it's probably a mix. I think you are loosening the rules a bit here, Colin. I, ne- I never said you had to be... <laughs> so much now. I'm going to put Jurassic Park in now. There's a real mosquito <laughs> in it, Colin. <laughs> uh, yes, I've, I've often heard people say, hey, you remember that mosquito film, Jurassic Park? Um... I mean, this, this one's got birds right in the title. It's it's an amazing uh, effort of, of suspense. Again, everyone will know this. It's, it's about a town that basically just gets attacked by birds. And that is the entire plot line. But um, it's amazing how scary he makes birds 
in that film. You kind of starting to get. You're in Bristol, Colin. Haven't you seen the seagulls in Bristol? Uh, yes, they're pretty scary. They're pretty scary, but not as scary as these ones. Just they suddenly all appear on a climbing frame. It's very good. Um, I have, I have maybe two more, and one of them you're going to tell me doesn't count. Um, but let's go for the one that does, which is Turner and Hooch. Um, a young Tom Hanks plays a police detective whose partner is a dog. It's pretty great. Next. Uh, next. Uh, we bought a zoo. Are there are there any real animals in We Bought a Zoo? Uh, uh, Probably. They cut the, yeah, they didn't have the budget to make that uh, all CGI. Yeah. Well, maybe none of it's CGI. Well, it's just like Bruce Almighty, right? In some ways. No, uh, what's, his, what's the... Evan Almighty. Evan Almighty, I see. Yes, lots of animals. Lots of animals as well. Uh, yeah, we've talked about We Bought a Zoo before. I, I like it much more than it deserves to be liked. Mm. Evan Almighty wasn't great, was it? Well, you talked about God. He did talk about God, yeah. Um, Steve Carell plays uh, Noah. the new Noah, which means he has a long beard. And lots of animals. And lots and lots of animals. Two of each, pairs. actually. Two of each, which is actually not biblically accurate. What? Um, let's, let's, yeah, let's go into a bit of Bible study. Um, many of them, the, the clean animals, there were seven of each, and the unclean, there were two of each. What? There you go. There you go. Read your Genesis, people. Um, My God, that's new. Uh, quite literally. Mm-hmm. They, well, it's not that new. It's been around for, for, for uh, thousands of years. But uh, it's new to you. Um uh, there you go. So we've learnt a lot today. We've learnt about the Malaysian government's attitude to pig-based films, and we've learnt about Genesis. It's pretty good. Are you still there? Yes! <laughs> Yay! No, <laughs> I, I was just conscious about the time, actually. Yeah, let's move on. Um, we don't have a lot so of time. We don't. Let's be quick about our next segment. Uh, actor Factor, Brad Pitt. Good old Brad Pitt. Good. Well, you say good old Brad Pitt, Doing this, I've realised I don't really like Brad Pitt that much. Why? Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't dislike him. I just kind of... If he's in a film, that's neither going to dissuade me or persuade me to see it. He's just... Meh. Eh. Yeah. He's just there. So I've got, I wrote a list. And I think, yeah, I like I like a couple of these films, but not massively. I dislike really? a couple of these, but not massively. Yes. Uh, How many films have you seen? Uh, let me count them out loud on camera. Yes. On camera? On microphone. Exciting. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 and a half. Yeah, it's not like we're running out of time or anything. No. <laughs> uh, you can cut it back. Um, so, uh, I'll, let's go straight for my favorites. Uh, I enjoyed the Ocean's Trilogy, although it's yeah, kind of fairly liked. But I, I enjoyed the first of the Ocean's Trilogy. I think it just went... Uh, yeah, first, first is, first is bit, the best. Definitely. Yeah, downhill from there. Um, I enjoyed Moneyball, which we've talked about before, because it was in our Chris Pratt actor yep. factor. Um, I th- I'm gonna say, in fact, The Big Short was pretty good this year, but I wouldn't bother watching it again. No. Um, I'm gonna say my favourite film, starring Brad Pitt, is Thelma and Louise. Okay, um, I've not seen Thelma and Louise, so tell me. Uh, two women played by Susan Sarandon and uh, Gina Davis. Basically, um, they go on a it kind of starts off being a road trip, but basically they're trying to escape their lives in a car together. They drive across and, and eventually uh, the police go after them. It's kind of a, a tale of female empowerment, I guess. But um, Brad Pitt, a very young Brad Pitt, uh, joins them for a little bit and plays a young, attractive man. Which he does very well, being that that's what he was. Um, it's 
yeah, it's fine. It's good fun. It's um, it's apparently my favorite Brad Pitt film. What's your favorite Brad, Brad Pitt film? Uh, seven. I've never seen Seven. It sounds ghastly. Have you not? I've I've read I've read the entire plotline and I thought well, why would I want to watch yeah, this? Yeah, if you've read the plotline, yes. Um, yeah, the ending is quite awful, but I mean it's a very memorable ending. Yes. So so what's, what's... very very memorable ending. Um, there were great performances all around by uh, Morgan Freeman, Kevin Spacey, Brad Pitt. Kevin Spacey, yeah. And Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow was there for a little bit, but you don't see much of her. I thought she was but head and shoulders above the rest of the season. Um. It, was, it, it was just superbly done film, really. Um, yeah, great it, acting. I'm sure it was very well acted. I'm sure it was well written. I'm sure David Finch did a great job directing. It just sounds so horrible that I cannot bring myself to watch it. Uh, have you seen Zodiac? Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, then that's David Finch as well, isn't it? Um, less horrible, I would say. I think Social Network is my favourite David Fincher film. Actually, we mentioned before. When no one dies. No one dies. That's the main issue. Hmm. I'm looking at the clock, and I don't think we're running out of time, Jason. We've got we've got at least another minute to to list your least favourite Brad Pitt films. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just spend more time on this. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Um, uh, I think my least favorite Brad Pitt film. Oh, I have an honorable mention for uh, favorite film as well. It's Mr. and Mrs. Smith because I love that. Okay, so I, I have seen that one. That's on my list. Uh, my old housemate Frowdy, your your friend of mine, hates that film a great deal. Really? Why? Uh, I'd have to bring him onto the podcast to ask him. But we were once kind of. I did a thing where I was listing my least favorite film for every letter of the alphabet, and uh, yeah. and he. I, th- I don't know whether he did the whole thing. I think he did, actually, yeah. Um, and for M, he had Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Um, oh, no, I just love it. It's it's just fun. It's Just don't take it seriously. Uh, <laughs> That's all. Fine, I, I won't. Uh, but my least favourite Brad Pitt film going through a list is, has to be World War Z. Okay, I've not seen that one. Yeah, and mostly because it, the book was way better. Right, okay. And yeah, I've read the book. I actually read the book after the film because my brother was telling me how much the film differs... Uh, from the book so the book was more has more political intrigue uh, uh, and and you have a look at and see how the different countries were dealing with this um, whole zombie outbreak right. whereas the, the film itself was very focused on Brad Pitt's character yeah um, and it diverted from what the book's intention was it just became a generic zombie film right so I, I dislike the film that, for that reason so I might just, there's, I say there's quite a lot where I kind of they were fine, but I, I didn't hate them. I didn't love them. Things like uh, the Curious Case of Benjamin Button, uh, yeah. the Assassination of Jesse James, probably the character Robert Ford, which might be the longest film title I have. Um, even Fight Club, I, I, I enjoyed uh, kind of the first time, and I thought watching it back, thought this is actually quite a nasty film in many ways. Um, David Fincher again, but my, my least favorite I think is probably Sleepers, which uh, I, I don't know what Sleepers is. Yeah, it's a, it's. Um, Basically, it's about a bunch of kids who were raped uh, in a children's <laughs> home, and then years later meet up to to have their revenge. And it's about as pleasant as that sounds. Um, who does Brad Pitt play? Uh, he's one of the. Well, he was one of the kids who's grown up. I think. Um, oh, okay. I, I didn't, weird, old film. Oh, who's grown up? Yeah, he's, he's the grown up version of, of the kid. But um, oh. I, I had it in a in a Robert De Niro box set because he plays a local priest, um, and. Sorry, just a loud bang 
in my house. Um, <laughs> but if that was caught on, on the microphone, I apologise. I hope it's not a clown, Colin. It's probably a clown being shot. Um, so there you go. You can cut that out if we're, if we're running over for time. But there you go. That's another successful actor factor um, drawn to a <laughs> definitive close. Those are the films of Brad Pitt. Uh, who are we doing in next time's actor factor, Zijan? Well, given that we do Brad Pitt, yes, we should give fair due to his missus, Marion Cotillard. All right, <laughs> <laughs> Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. Okay, are you going to choose Mr. and Mrs. Smith again? Yes, I look forward to honorable it. mention. Honorable mention. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, okay, next time we'll do that. And now we'll move on to um, my favourite segment and your second favourite segment, uh, the quiz. Um, I believe the series is 4-2 to me. Um, and this time we're doing a quiz on Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, I will uh, get straight in with question one, Zijan. Yes, go on. Who directed the first three Pirates of the Caribbean films? <laughs> Uh, it's, my, um, it's a classic who directed question yeah I know I know um, Gary Verbinski correct 1-0 yeah I, uh, <laughs> I always memorize the directors now right I'll stop asking <laughs> uh, question one for me uh, Johnny Depp was nominated for best actor yeah in Academy Awards for Pirates of the Caribbean and the Curse of the Black Pearl yes but lost to which actor instead? You see, you've asked that kind of question before as well. So I, I, yes. I looked this up and I believe it was Sean Penn for Mystic River. Yay! Yeah, there good. You, you see, we're we g- have a thing going on. We're getting to know each other's questions. Um, okay, so it's one all. Question two. Uh, which rock star played Jack Sparrow's father? Oh, you're going to love that question three, Colin. I thought I thought you might ask that. <laughs> Keith Richards. Keith Richards, correct. Uh, question two for me. In Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, Will's father, Bootstrap Bill, is now a crewman of the Flying Dutchman, which is captained by which fictional pirate? Uh, that is captained by Davy Jones, as played by Bill Nye, I believe. Yeah, yeah, that's right. There you go, we're good at this. Uh, to all, uh, my question three. Name any year in which a Pirates of the Caribbean film was released. <laughs> Why? Jeez. I know you love my year questions. No, I don't love your year <laughs> questions. Your year questions are ridiculous. 2000. Okay. And what about the future one? 2017. I'm not counting that one. No. Why not? I said it has. It said was released, not will be released. Ah, oh, 2003. Correct. That was the first one. Very good. You could have had 2006, 2007 or 2011 as the other options. Mm-hmm. Right. Is the answer to your question Keith Richards? No. No. You're wrong. <laughs> three, two. <laughs> wow, harsh. No, it's three, oh. It's Keith Richards. It is Keith Richards. Okay. Uh, my question four, um, which I think you might be able to get. What is the nickname of Will's father, played by Stellan Skarsgård? Bootstrap Bill. Bootstrap Bill. Yay, I just said that. You did just say that. Yeah, I did. My question two. You did, I remember well. Question four. Right. The Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides is based on a novel by which author? Oh, I even read this. I thought, no, that's far too hard. I won't bother learning that. Um, <laughs> and, and based on the fact that I'd never heard of this person. It's the only one that's based on a I know. I, I read it. I thought, that's interesting. Mm. Um, but I didn't That's bother. why. I thought, I yeah. thought you would know. David Hubbard. No, it's Tim Powers. 
Yep, I would nowhere near that. Okay, question five um, to put you uh, into an insurmountable 5-3 lead if you get it right. Yes. And possibly, I've not checked, the first time that either of us have got full marks. Um, the upcoming fifth instalment of the Pirates of the Caribbean films is subtitled Dead Men Tell No Tales in most regions. But what is the subtitle going to be in the UK? What? Is there... Uh... Is there a different name for the UK? Of course there's a different name for the UK. UK wants to be different. Yep. Special all the time. Yep. Uh, no, I don't know. Why is it? Why is it's it? Salazar's Revenge. Um, weirdly, in some regions, it's called The Revenge of Salazar. So there's three different titles for this thing. Um, there you go. We are tied again. Yeah. Um, are we? Because I, yeah, I haven't answered your last question yet. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> In the upcoming film... Aren't you winning 4-3 at the moment? Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> yep. Dead Men Tell No Tales. Right. Jack Sparrow is on a quest to find what item of Poseidon to defeat his nemesis. Oh, oh I read this. Oh, boy. Oh, this is so annoying. It's going to be one of the, one of the question, answers why I build up for a long time, which you call stalling, and I just call... Uh, background. I don't stall, Colin. In, we know this. In the fifth instalment, Jack Sparrow is searching for the elixir of life. No. Uh, what item of Poseidon, Colin? What does Poseidon, Poseidon have? Uh, trident, I guess. No, I don't it's know. It's trident. It is, is it? Yeah. Oh, well, I got it wrong. I guess you have to accept my first answer and all that. Um, yes. So Especially it's giving you a stall the whole time. I did stall a lot. Which means it's a, a glorious 4-3 victory for you, Jen. Yay! Putting it back to 4-3 in the series. I, I was I was winning this by miles a while ago. Well, I'm to, doing better. I need to My knuckle, questions are getting harder. I need to knuckle down. Um, and it's also your turn, Zijan, to choose the quiz topic next <laughs> time. So what are we doing? You're not going to like this. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I don't think you like the book series. Okay. Given that Inferno is coming out. Right. And you know Inferno. It stars Tom Hanks. I think it came Robert out, Langdon. It came out last week, didn't it? Yeah. So it'll be about Dan Brown books. As oh, films. boy. Okay. I, yeah, you were right. I didn't I didn't enjoy that. <laughs> Show more enthusiasm, Colin. Like, seriously. Like, I, Yay! The, the, those films. Yay! <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. Next time. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be Dan Brown film adaptations. It's going to be Angelina Jolie. And we're also and going to be talking about Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange! The, uh, the latest in the, the Marvel film series, which comes out slightly earlier in the UK than the rest of the world, because we're special. And we will both see it and talk about it. Oh, I'm so looking forward to that. Really, am. It's been such a long time since the last superhero film, hasn't it? Not really. No. Two months. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it feels like a long time these days. Anyway, um, it should be fun listening. We'll see you then. Bye.